spread out and have to go going that way across. Normally I'd obviously stand up, but I'm a bit penned in, so I'll just have to sit down. Um, welcome to May's Norfolk Folklore Society. Um, Stacia and I will be telling you about our favourite Norfolk stones tonight. Um, before we get started, just a couple of little bits and bobs. Firstly, I don't know how many of you listen to our podcast, um, but Stacia hates having her photo taken. So no photos of Stacia tonight, if you get the urge. I don't care. Home all of her. Not that everyone takes photos anyway, but just I've in case. I've already taken a photo of you. Yeah, I know. True. And the other thing is, we've got some bits to hand out. Sorry if I start here, if you don't mind passing round. So, you've got a collector's item because this is obviously a rescheduled podcast from February when Stacia wasn't very well, and which time we were still with Norfolk. <laughs> um, but obviously. Because of reasons. The, the artists are. formerly known as. <laughs> so these were printed up with, with Norfolk on. Would you like one? I'd love one. Thank there you. you. Go. Oh, Here we go. That's Fran. And we've also got a little treat at the end as well um, from our friend Matt, who does Shukzine. I don't know if you've come across that. Um, so don't run off before seeing me at the end. <laughs> treats, so with our, treats with our talks. Yeah. So we thought it'd be really nice instead of, I think it was before I actually had the projector, um, but we thought it'd be really nice for people to see the stones that we're talking about. There we go. And there's a little extract as well from Shook about some stones. So, yeah. They look like a motley collection of stones there, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they're a good collection. I asked my daughter if she wanted to come tonight and she said, I've lived with this for 25 years. <laughs> I don't need to hear any more about them, thanks. <laughs> So, shall we start? Was there anything else I need to say? We're going to treat this like a regular podcast, so we might get distracted, so apologies. Yeah, if you've listened to us before, we will probably not talk about stones at all. I have pressed record. We're all good. That's normally the next question. <laughs> have I pressed record? Okay, do you want to start? So, we thought we'd talk about stones. Mainly, I think I'm the massive stone lover amongst us yeah. aren't I? I do really like stones but not yeah, as much I, as you. I, I do stones. have a tattoo of stone that you don't. I don't have a tattoo of stones but they are tattooed inside my heart <laughs> forevermore, <laughs> my stone heart. Um, so we chose our top, well we didn't choose our top six I don't think did we? No. Because I've got two random ones And in I've there. got a random one as well. So actually we haven't picked our favourite stones at all so <laughs> not only is this um, not weird Norfolk it's not our favourite stones either so <laughs> you come here under false pretenses. But um, I think the first one we're going to talk about probably is the the daddy stone and it's one that we've both been to we have together together and although separately. not first time around no so the first time i went there secretly i felt like i was having an affair and um, i was driving near lin ling and um we talked about going loads and we literally went past where it, me and my husband where the stone is and i was like oh i shouldn't go without her but it's there but she went anyway so i went anyway <laughs> yeah but I did take you back, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you so, did. And so I found a barn off ever. It was really magical. It was a magical <coughs> So the first stone we're going to talk about is the Great Stone of Ling. Figure one in your booklet. <laughs> Which is great in so many ways. So I'm going to read you a little bit from the original story we wrote for that publication. And then um, we'll talk a little bit about the stone, won't we? So 
In the dark, dark wood, there's a dark, dark path, and by the dark, dark path, there's a mysterious stone that has guarded this deep grove in Breckland for centuries. An article in the EDP on March 13th, 1939, recounted how the boulder was the focal point of the dark legend of the grove. On certain nights, it doesn't say when, the stone is said to bleed if pricked with a pin. The blood in the stone was perhaps absorbed after its use as a sacrificial altar by druids, or following the bloody battle between King Edmund and the Danes. Children in Ling who had to walk past the stone to get to school were allowed home early in order to avoid it after dark in the wood that was described as giving people an unexplicable feeling of dread. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an incredible thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I found it quite surprising in that story that they say it gives them a feeling of dread because actually it's just... I don't know if anyone's been it out is to us, Ling though, to yet. Be fair. And it's, it's a really lovely place. Oh, well, I thought it was lovely. It's, it was like you go through this like avenue of... Is, what was it called? Holloway. A Holloway of trees. And it was just lovely. And it's all green and beautiful. We did go in spring. It's, so. a, it's a bit of a sod to find, isn't it? Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. You can't walk three words this and, and mm-hmm. get there really easily. It's kind of off a road, up a track. The only reason I found it in the first place was... I kind of, in my naivety, saw a man and said to the man, we're looking for the Great Stone of Ling. And he went, what? And I said, uh, it's an amazing stone. And he kind of went, is it that lump of concrete up there? And I went, yes. And then, it <laughs> and is, kind of it definitely it. isn't concrete. No. Just to bit, like, yeah. clarify. But he was like, oh, are you one of them who thinks it's... And I was like, no, no, absolutely. I just want to look at it. Um, so we went and, yeah, and I took you back, didn't I? Yeah. And there's like... Some people say that it kind of looks like a dragon's head or a snake's head, like, coming out of the ground. And I tried to pick this picture, actually, where I feel it. you can kind of see, like, a, a dragon-y head. I don't know. Is that just me? Can anyone else see it? Yeah. <laughs> IRL, it does look like. It does. Something kind of emerging yeah, from the ground, Yeah, from under the ground. It? And I guess there's the whole thing about there being a battle there. There's, it's possibly where St Edmund um, was killed. Or was it his body was moved there? There's, there's so much around this stone. So there was said to be a battle between King Edmund and the Danes, which was just up the hill, um, and he was said to have been buried near it. His chapel is about kind of five minutes mm. back down the hill. You can still see kind of a tiny remnant of that. Um, it's said to be where treasure was. It's, you know, the normal kind of stones yeah. type <laughs> malarkey <laughs> that you get with a stone. It is, of course, um, a glacial erratic. Um, my favourite of all the stones, a glacial erratic. I think erratic. most of the stones that we're covering, actually, uh, originally. My glacial. husband said he thought that I might like glacial erratics because glacier almost rhymes with station. Yeah, maybe. Glacial. And he said that he, yeah, he had once written me that in a Valentine's card. I didn't quite remember <laughs> that, remember but that? yeah. So um, maybe that is where it comes maybe. from. Maybe. it's... Um, it's a, it's big, isn't it? It's really yeah, big. It is you can't really miss big. it. Covered in moss, on the edge of this Holloway. It's kind of in the middle of a quite dense bit of woodland, mm-hmm. isn't it? And it is quite a magical place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think definitely, definitely. Mm. Kind of big and unworldly, and yeah, you can imagine. I think the reason I love stones so much is that Norfolk doesn't have stones apart from small ones, really, does it? No. We have chalk, we have flint. We don't really have massive great stones. And I like the fact that people, before you could just flick on the internet and look things up, are kind of like, why is there a great big stone yeah. here? Yeah, and then they try and 
Oh, hang on. I think, I think the devil there. left it here. But there's or nothing about the devil leaving this There is one. nothing. It, it just appears. Or a troll has thrown it there. Yeah. Or, you know, there's some magical reason. It kind of gives me hope that people make stories where there are no answers, don't mm. they? They kind of make these stories and, and they make <coughs> tales that will most protect the stone, don't yeah. they? Yeah, because they don't want it moving, which is why I guess we're kind of jumping ahead because some of these stones have curses on them and things and it is it because actually yeah they didn't people don't want them moved because they have like magical significance so they make this like curse that's on them so they'll stay in the same place it kind of the, the stories that surround the, the stones have possibly saved the stones because so many obviously in norfolk where you don't have these really many stones we probably had quite a lot more before they were used in building work i should imagine mm. or foundations for things but if you have a story and your stone is cursed or your stone is magical or if you touch the stone you can get pregnant or if you, I don't know, you touch the stone you have powers, you're not going to get rid of it, are no, you? So no. it kind of it keeps those bits of the landscape mm. alive, doesn't yeah. it? And the story's alive. And I just really like I've never thought of it like that before. That's really that's, I'm here to yeah, give you that you. magical <laughs> moment where... Yeah, mic drop. A, a realisation. Realis- yeah, the epiphany Revelation. is right that's now. That's That's why I love stones, <laughs> because they bring such joy. Shall we move on to the next stone, just because we've got like at least eight to talk about. So we'll we're rattle through these stones. Yeah, we'll rattle through. Um, so we, my- we have got a full podcast about the Great Stone Flea. Yes, we have. So we'll be going to a lot more depth We are able it. to talk about the Great Stone Flea for a very long time. You can find that out by going on our podcast and listening to us bang on about it for about an hour. All right, stop plugging stuff. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> just, I would want to hear more about it. Um, so our next stone is uh, the Stockton Stone, um, which is my personal favourite. Um, I, every time I drive past it, literally, I'm like, Stockton Stone! But Pete never stops. I did. I know you did. I stopped so, you. We did an event, didn't we, in Lowestoft? Yeah. With Ivan Bunn of Lantern, mm. which if you listen to us and you read what we do, we talk about Lantern all the time, yeah, don't we? It was it's the, the best. Yeah, it's the publication of the... Borderline Science Investigation Group. Who are kind of like a uh, like a paranormal boy band from the. Because I always think British. When you can't. And you know that. Exactly. So I thought, right, we'll put you on the spot. Um, Yeah, they were based in Lowestoft and they wrote this amazing kind of zine, didn't they? Yeah, in the 70s and 80s. And we use it all the time. But we just interviewed him. Yeah, and we were driving back in the pitch dark. In the pitch dark. And we pulled over and I literally ran through nettles. Yeah, I was like, oh, to calm get to down, it. still there. <laughs> like, they left my card all open. There were kind of weird people in the lay yeah, by, was, weren't there? It was an experience. It was an experience. Anyway, <laughs> the story of the Stockton Stone. Villagers have long been aware of, but unaware of the origin of, that's difficult to say, Stacia. You said that last time. The curse attached to the stone that claims death and destruction will dog anyone that moves it. The stone was moved in the 1930s during work to straighten the main road. Photographs in the Lowestoft Journal from July 1935 show the six-foot-long stone being lifted under the supervision of Benjamin Edge of Stockton Old Hall, who owned the land, and Major S.E. Glendenning of the Norfolk Archaeological Society. Glendenning said the stone had been moved diagonally eastwards by around 14 feet and that the disturbance was regarded locally with some misgiving. A document from the Suffolk Record Office includes an account of what is said to have happened next. 
Only a few years ago, it was moved during work to straighten out the road, and curiously enough, so I gather, one of the workmen involved actually collapsed and died. So, did he? Yeah, I did do some research into that, and I couldn't find any record. Like, because you would think that that if they reported on the stone being moved in the paper, they would have reported on someone dying. And they didn't. You would think that. Yeah. But you don't want to ruin a good story, no. though, do you? Really? But it's not to say that didn't happen. No. But, I mean, the stone itself, I don't know. Has anyone seen the Stockton Stone? I was going to say, you two must have seen the Stockton <laughs> Stone at some yeah. point. <laughs> but it's a, it's a really nice stone. And it says um, it's, what did it say, six foot? Yeah, it doesn't but look only, that big, like, does it's it? It's only maybe, like, I'm, I'm not very good with feet. But it's like a metre. How much is that? Small child. Yeah, mm. small child. It's like a small, height. stony child. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's all that's showing at the moment. Sometimes it's like completely surrounded with grass, so it's a little bit hard to see. But they do put it back, and I think last time I drove past, you could actually see it properly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it has any, like, kind of mystical kind of... Well, I suppose it's got the curse, hasn't it? Yeah, what more other than the curse, than but, the curse. you know, like... but we have seen offerings being left there. So yeah. I think some people do use it in their kind of magical practices. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know in like, in what way. Those people must have quite a good, I know you love this stone. I love this stone. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love all Are you going to say something bad about the Stockton stone? I'm not going to say something bad about the Stockton stone. I'm going to say something bad about the lay-by. Yeah, I'm it's a, I mean, it's a lay-by. <laughs> if you are going to be doing magical practices, possibly whilst a man in a lorry is watching countdown yeah. or whatever on countdown is that even a thing I don't know. on his I don't miniature television in his <laughs> then i would not be choosing that lay no, but obviously some people do do because there's offerings God, there i suppose you so, got do what um, you can but stacia did actually write at the time that um so there is a record in the 1662 town book of stockton which says a small payment for putting sculpts to the stone um, was was made um although there are no signs of any carvings but there is an iron nail driven into it i haven't seen the nail have you seen the nail i don't think i've seen the nail because there's the story about if driving a, a nail into a stone to stop toothache mm. and i think when we when we talked about it our podcast possibly dental services were slightly better than they are now because <laughs> i was kind of you might see a few more nails in it now because yeah. <laughs> you can't actually get in but um, it's yeah, it's got it's. It looks like there's some workings on it, doesn't it? Yeah, like, but not anything that you can work out what it is, really. No, um, I don't think we did see the nail. Maybe that's further down underneath yeah, the ground. Yeah, maybe. Be interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's there's not many other stories about it other than uh, it, I think it was supposed to be associated with the ley line, wasn't it? Yeah, there's some there's different kind of theories as to what it's actually there for, and one of them is it's like part of along a ley line. Um, not that anymore. It was, because they moved it. it. Oh, well, yeah, the they moved it, so it wasn't even beyond the ley line anymore, was Maybe it? the A146 is the ley line. But that ley line thing was written after it was moved. Was it? Yeah. Was it? I, I thought that was 1922. <coughs> I can't. Stats. I don't know. I think it was okay. earlier. Okay, we'll see about that. Chief <laughs> <laughs> um, is normally better about research than <laughs> I am. We will see. We'll see. Anyway, that's the Stockton Stone. Go and see it. Go and look for a nail. And send us a picture if you find that. Particularly if your toothache stops immediately yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so your one, Liz. Yeah, and I don't is... know much about this one. And it's a really random picture. <laughs> it is a really random picture. That is not the... It, sadly, it doesn't show where... <laughs> 
It doesn't show a kind a of really about. rubbish um, <laughs> yellow stone circle. I don't know anything about this one. I didn't research it, so I'm I just chose this because it is bizarre, basically. So this is um, the gull stones. Um, there's a bit of a snippy entry about these stones on the brilliant Heritage Norfolk website, which I don't know if any of you have seen it. Incredible. We spend our life on there. Sometimes I spend... Is it the Norfolk Heritage Explorer? It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Quite often, when I should have been working, I've gone down some <laughs> hideous rabbit hole of looking at bones that have been found somewhere and then suddenly find I've done nothing all day. But there's a bit of a snippy bit about this. Sometimes you get to the um, the, the kind of descriptions of things mm. and whoever is writing it is kind of obviously like, oh, for God's sake, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Goldstones. <laughs> And this is one of those. Um, and also, I must point out that if you do go and kind of do any research on the Gullstones in Galston, you tend to end up on the gastroenterology page uh, for Gullstone <laughs> surgery at the James yeah, Padgett. Yeah, I agree how I say I think it sounds like I'm saying Gullstones because my accent. Quite some I mean, like, quite grim photos. The there was a video that came up when I was, I was like doing something else and I came back and it was a camera anyway. Uh, don't don't look at that. It's not nice. Um, so this is yeah. So if you can get past naysayers on the heritage website and the bile duct, um, there was said to be, and I know this sounds unlikely, a prehistoric stone circle in Galston. Think about it, Galston, Galstones. Yeah, it's not many miles no. off. Does also sound like I've made that up, but um, it's no, I true. Can see the link. And there are four fields in the exact area of this, mm-hmm. which, is, for the sake of the tape, um, is the roundabout. fig three, the roundabout, um, which all have the name stone in them fields. Okay. Um, there's also a, fo- a, a painting which was done in, in, in 1888 of the site as viewed by the members of the Norfolk and Norwich Archaeological Society. And I promise you, I have searched for that photo. I was going to say, picture. that would have been better than the picture I've got. It would have been better, <laughs> and you would have had it. Um, and no one has it, and oh. I don't even know how they know it was there. But there is a, apparently a painting of the site, um, including the stones. Um, the Northern Antiquarian, which is a UK database of stone circles, which, as you can imagine, is another thing that we spend quite a lot of time on. Can you imagine our home lives? Um, <laughs> has a record of there being 10 standing stones in a field called, in a particularly brilliant Norfolk literal way, Stonefield. And it's the area covered by a housing estate at Galston. Oh no, just south of Great Yarmouth. Um, So intriguingly, the, um, the Northern Antiquarian quotes a 1975 document by CJ Parker which reads... There is a tradition that the Druids had a temple at Galston. Beach is nice. Some remains of which existed down to a comparatively recent period. It is supposed to have stood on the site where there is a roundabout now and the evidence for the stone circle, however, according to Norfolk Heritage Explorer, is very flimsy and we suspect forgery. Oh, that's no fun, is it? Yawn, yes. Um, However, it also says that as there is no large house anywhere near in which they could have formed a garden ornament, um, an antiquarian folly seems improbable. So in other words, they're saying 
clearly there was something there. Mm. There was no big house. There's no reason for there to be some folly in the no, middle of Gilston. There must have been something there because they wouldn't have called the fields like stone fields otherwise, would they? No. Because like you have like Gallow Hill and whatever yeah. because there was gallows there. Yes. And I'm convinced that there was a stone yeah. circling Did you Gilston. have a look on any of the old maps? Yeah, no, that's your job. Um, no. I should have done that, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should have done that. Yeah. <sighs> I'll update you on she that She does all that kind of stuff. I write flowery things and kind of get very carried away if I'm excited by a story. Not quite so carried away if it's UFOs, do I? No. Well, neither of us do. Can't get quite so excited about those. But so, yeah, so the evidence mm. is it's called Gulston. That's like Gulstone. I rest my case. It's true and real, and it was there. I think it will have been there. Yeah. I was very close to the witch's stones at Lowestoft yeah. as well, which run to the sea for a drink at midnight. Yeah. Quite often. Yeah, they do do that quite often. <laughs> they do do that quite often. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm quite intrigued about that one. Yeah, it is good. we did write yeah. a story about it. Yeah, I do remember. I must have looked at the map then and not see... But I got... I'm going to get sidetracked. I'll tell you about that bit later. <laughs> Um, so, gallstones. Yeah. If anyone has any like thing they want to add, then feel free. I don't know. Do you think gallstones? Yes, you do. I mean, I need to know if this Norfolk Explorer website is their whole <coughs> website just been moaning about like sake. Not no. just stones, like literally everything. Basically, it's like I think people go out to sites, don't they, and do little updates about sites. It's a bit. Um, it's a bit like applying maths to magic. A bit. You know, I kind of think with with stones, you. You know, we are preaching, hopefully, to converted with poets and poets in the soul. You know, so if I say to you there were loads of stones in Gulston, then it's like, yes, of course there were. That's amazing and magical and wonderful, and let's all think about that for ages. Whereas Norfolk Heritage Explorer is like flimsy, no evidence. <laughs> you know, there wasn't a stone. No, there wasn't one. When it says stone field, it just meant there were some stones. That you no, know, you know. So normally they're a little bit more... Normally Norfolk Heritage Explorer is quite amazing because it's just fact and quite often amazingly the fact is enough. Not always. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't... It, it kind of sometimes mentions folklore and is a little bit kind of sniffy about it and a bit kind of, you know, oh. But, um, so she was eye-rolling then. I was eye-rolling then. Um, but they're particularly snippy about the Gullstones. <laughs> Mm. Why can't Galston have something nice? Yeah, I think it should. Well, Galston Pavilion's bloody lovely. It is bloody, it is bloody lovely, but it's not prehistoric, <laughs> is it? It is quite old. The people <laughs> who go there are quite old. <laughs> yeah. um, so our next stone, I'm just checking on time, yeah, we're doing good. Next stone is um, Beeston Regis, um, which is figure four. Um, in Beeston's All Saints Church, a large stone of four foot long and two foot high has an interesting tale to tell. James Reynolds was a farmer from Beeston who just wanted to lead his team of horses past the standing stones by the iron gates of the old priory without running into incident. But a hooded apparition had other ideas. As Farmer Reynolds drove his team past the two large stones, a figure would leap out from behind one of them. The ghost, dressed in grey robes, always appeared at sunset and would make an attempt to grab hold of the horse's reins before it disappeared, leaving behind the ter terrified animals. While others would have been chilled to the bone to see a ghost, Farmer Reynolds was made of sterner stuff. After several encounters with the hooded apparition, he vowed he would lay the spirit to rest for good. 
he left this a little while before he dealt with it. <laughs> when James Reynolds passed away in 1941, he left strict instructions for one of the stones to be removed from the entrance of the priory and placed on top of his grave. He hoped, it is said, that by removing the ghost's hiding place, he would effectively lay the spirit to rest and stop it roaming between the worlds, causing havoc to passing farmers. Whether Farmer Reynolds' DIY exorcism was effective is unknown. He has remained remain silent on the subject. But no. The <laughs> <laughs> I did a funny. <laughs> <laughs> but the stone still marks his final resting place, and the other half of the pair is said to lie against the north wall of the churchyard. Perhaps best not visit either at sunset, just in case. I just, this story is just great. So... I'm just really curious as to whether he just put up with the apparition like, oh, leaping out of him every comes. single time till he died. Does it not make you think of Scooby-Doo? A little bit. Because like, they were always hooded apparitions and then he pulled the hood off and it was like, <laughs> it was like the farmer next door yeah. who was like, trying to get some land or something. But yeah, there's, like, there's no like record that how long he like put up with this. I just love the fact that he kind of procrastinates and procrastinates. He's like... Oh, I will. I will get round to doing yeah. that apparition. Oh, I'll put it I'll in tell my you will. What, yeah, when I'm dead, <laughs> so what? You know, I'm going to put so much of my to-do list on yeah. after I die. It just, it's just like, like, could you just sort out this stuff, which I haven't bothered to do? Yeah, and just yeah, just deal with that for me. I'm dead. It's fine. And there's no evidence that this ghost haunted anyone else either, other than him. No, he did also. I don't know if you said it. I, I zoned out. You were listening to me. It's rude. I wrote it. I'm not interested in what I've written. It's dead to me once it's gone. Um, I think that he, the stone was moved when his yeah. So they moved the stone out the way so to bury in. his wife as well. Yeah. So um, did but the, the stone is, come back? I don't know. Um, I don't know, Stacia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. But his um, his name is. Um, engraved on the side of the stone as well, which is pretty cool. Um, I haven't actually been to this stone. Have you been to this stone? Yes, I have. I picked it because I really like the story. But interestingly, so as a hooded figure, this, um, the old priory there was, they had cannons and they dressed in robes, which was quite interesting. And they were from the order of Peterstone. Yeah, do you know, I only which got I that think is kind quite of... an interesting. I got that reference, like, literally when I wrote this down, I was like, oh, why did I yeah. not put that in? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but one thing I was thinking about these stones, so they were often, I think that they are also glacial erratics, so there was two of them. And my kind of wondering, which I don't know if there's any evidence for, I probably should have looked, but were they at the Priory originally, or had they been moved to the Priory from somewhere else? Well, is that, like that the area of Norfolk is, like, mega glacial, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... It's like the glacial oh, the whole, the beast and bumps junkyard like of Norfolk, isn't they? it? So I'd imagine there were loads around yeah. there, and I'd imagine loads of them were put in the foundations. Yeah, of the and it, that kind of made me wonder, like, how many of these glacial... Do you say glacial or glacial? Well, Am I, I saying it wrong? As I said to you, it needs to rhyme with my glacial. name. Glacial. I say remember, yeah. Otherwise it glacial. ruins my gag. It doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't rhyme with your name anyway. Just... Anyway, but were those stones, <laughs> like, originally in these places or had they been moved so i think ling looks like it's in its original kind of situ 
Oh, I just read some notes and it's from Lower Stuffs. So I was thinking, I was about to say, oh my god, there were two fields next door called. <laughs> and, uh, no, there weren't. There weren't. <laughs> that was a completely different story. Um, I think <laughs> <laughs> that would have been incredible. I'm trying to it? make a serious point. <laughs> I think Pay they attention. removed because they're not going to like be at the edge of someone's gate by chance, are they? But were they there when the priory was there? And yeah. were they part of the priory? Yeah, so I this, this so. like apparition could be attached to one of the stones. Yes. Yes, it could. From that time? <laughs> yes. Yes, it could. There's loads going on in Beeson, isn't there? I'm quite Such triggered by Beeson. I had a really deck. dreadful holiday Fine. there in a caravan <laughs> when I was 17. And, I, yeah, it's, I don't want to talk about it. No, but anyway, that's it wasn't fine. very nice. Do you want um, to move on to Ho? Ho is a really random one. I don't know why I chose such random ones. It must have been a really random day. Because normally I would have chosen ones that some of you might have had some chance of knowing anything I have about. literally never heard of this one. I don't know what the story is at all. I could literally Tell me make more, it up. Stacia. I could make it up. Um, so this is Ho Watermill Stone. Where is Ho? Well, I'm glad you asked. So Ho doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Um, it was in Gressenhall, basically. So if you go to Gresson Hall, um, if you go to Gresson Hall Museum and you come off the road from Deerham, you go past a really good jam stall. <laughs> That's how old I am now. I like I stop at jam stalls, and so there's a jam stall, and there's like a, a triangle of land, and on it is t I won't lie, a not very impressive stone. The it's not huge. doesn't make it look super. Well, you, did you not choose that picture? I did choose. That was the best one. There was a better one than that, I feel. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> with a little less grass on it. It's not big. It's not huge. Um, but this is a new. This is a fairly recent discovery. I mean, I guess you can't really say that, can you? Because it has been there since the Ice Age. But you know, to us, mm -hmm. it's quite recent. And Ho was basically just down the road from Gresson Hall and there was a mill there which was bait which kind of I suppose serviced <laughs> the workhouse mm -hmm. there um where I spend most of my life at Gresson Hall don't I <laughs> yeah. kind of I love Gresson Hall and it was called Chapel Mill or Gresson Hall Mill it was a flour mill owned by Ro Robert Stammers um and it was water and power, ste power steamed it burnt down completely in December 1914 Newspaper reports estimated the value at £6,000. The stone is outside, um, and the folklore attached to it is that underneath the stone is the exact centre of Norfolk. Oh! Isn't that lovely? Complete and utter nonsense, sadly. <laughs> um, but that is, you know, I suppose before you had... You know, kind of. I map think that's a, that is a really because it's lovely, Hall, isn't it? I can kind of it's see bloody eight Gresson miles Hall out. Area. It's eight oh, miles out. That's not that. that but how far would out. you know that when you were kind of in the olden days? Yeah. You didn't have like Google Earth no. maps, did you? No, and like I can visualise where Gresson Hall is. And you probably would be quite annoyed quite by central. the stage that you tried to measure that out by that mm. stage when you'd be like, oh, God, it's there, isn't it? It's right mm. under that stone. Oh. So, yeah, so apparently the folklore linked to the stone says it marks the very centre of Norfolk. Um, it's close to Hoe Common. All of this sounds a bit rude, doesn't it? A little bit. Mm. Which used to be an allotment for the poor, where gorse was cut for fuel. And also, apparently, there were practice trenches for the First World War, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm. Um, really boringly... If, and I'm sure that all of you want to know, the very centre of Norfolk is 
Drum roll. <laughs> Where could it be? Um, it's 8.6 miles away in the middle of Durham, Tesco's car park. Oh. <laughs> where, where you will find the Norfolk Pole. It's really actual like a pole. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh. Do you want to put one there? Yes. Okay. Okay. There should be something we'll to mark along. the centre of We can take the host then. Um, I've got another Tesco car park fact, <laughs> which I found out recently. Um, so somebody told me, you know, um, you know the kind of vaguely ruined church at Keswick. So there's a there's a church and attached to it is a bit of a ruin. It's kind of just almost opposite Tesco Harford uh, bridges. Okay. And someone told me that in the field below it, there's a kind of uh, a little patch of woodland mm -hmm. and that at that patch of woodland there's a big old video on haunted and abandoned i think oh, on, and it says excellent. that it's a plague pit oh, no. it's not a plague no um so i looked up where the plague pit was and it's underneath tesco harford bridges car park <laughs> we should do a series um, of things under tesco car parks <laughs> i put there's a norfolk folklore society field trip right there tesco car parks of norfolk <laughs> yes i believe that that would be that would quite be the day out I'm how sure many car parks do we need for like an actual full two. day out is two enough, just enough for me. <laughs> okay. you've got one that's the center of norfolk you've got one which has got norwich's largest plague pit is under and it's also where Queen Elizabeth stopped on her way to giving everyone the plague, <laughs> giving everybody the plague. <laughs> and she had to watch, can you imagine? She had to stop and watch a really lame performance. Was it of um, yeah, King Gergen? I believe so, yeah. But then it rained, yeah, so she got out of it. You can you imagine? It's like, thank god, I don't have to watch some amateur performance doing, um, doing that, but yeah, so that is um, that is my Tesco car park fact. That was good. I yep. enjoyed that. Next is um, the Merton Stone, which I think that's our last one, our last official booklet one. Then we've got extras, obviously. So um, on the boundary of Merton with Threxton, just off the Pedder's Way, is a stone with its own saucy folklore. <laughs> For if it is moved, legend has it, so are those that move it into a wild, lusty clever, frenzy. It? Just read that sentence again. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Merton Stone boasts two stories, one of which brings about the destru destruction of the village, the other that brings about a possible population explosion. I can't speak, that cocktail's gone to my head, I can't speak properly. I was about to say, that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too strong. It's very lovely though. Um, it has been said for many years that if the boulder is ever moved, it would, according to a tale recounted in Lantern in 1976, cause the waters to rise and cover the whole earth. So it wouldn't just destroy the village. It it's would, an apocalypse now. Everything is gone. Yeah, gone. When the BSIG wrote to the vicar of the parish, they received a reply from the Honourable Richard de Grey, 7th Lord of Walsingham, who lived in the village and confirmed the stone was still in situ. He recounted a tale in which his grandfather decided to test the end of the world theory by moving the stone. He assembled lots of men and women, gave them plentiful beer and many ropes, um, and tried to move the stone. Although the operation was ultimately a failure, it did lead to what he called an erotic debauch. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the beer. 
The Hidden East Anglia website offers an addition to Lord Walsingham's tale. Even in my own boyhood, someone would say of some elderly love child, ah, he's oh, one of them what accent. come the time o' the old stoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Where is that line that I'll say Can you decode it for you? <laughs> Ah, uh, he's one of them what come the time of the old stone. Ah, thank you very much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the Merton Stone story. Oh, I love the Merton the Stone. The Merton Stone is actually uh, the biggest glacial erratic... Glacial. Glacial erratic in Norfolk and possibly the biggest in England. And it weighs and around maybe in the world. 20 tonnes. It's, not, maybe it's in not in the world. The one no. in the world is in Canada. Yeah. I did but that's up. like, I, again, I haven't been to this one. And the picture that I got... I've seen a few pictures of this one. So this one, it doesn't actually look that great. But there's one picture where so it looks like it's in a ditch and there's a, a man like standing in front of it. And it's huge. It's massive. It is massive. So it is massive. It's I don't think you could even really right move it. right next door to MOD land, isn't it? So you could actually be shot if you go and stand too close to yeah. it or stand well, on Well, I top don't know. It. Is it actually? Because it's off the pedder's way. I really did have close. a look, it's really yeah. close to the it's path. It's yards away. So you could get to it if you wanted, yeah. I'm sure. But I think when we sent a photographer out to find it in the old days when we did things like that, <laughs> it was completely overgrown. So she actually had quite a lot of trouble finding it as well. Yeah. So, but I think it is quite like well known in the magical circles for, for good vibes. I think it's somewhere <laughs> where if, you, if you're having problems conceiving, Pop to the Merton Stone, and if you're not and shot to death, all right. <laughs> or there's surveillance coming over you, oh, let's stop there. Um, <laughs> then you may be able to have a child, and then it will be a child of the old stone ways. But yes, it's it's, um, it's it's it is a glacial erratic, but there are kind of weird stories about it coming from different parts of the country. Okay. How, I don't know, and why, I don't know, and why it would be on its own. But some people say it came from Yorkshire, Sutherland, or Norway. Is that that they, it was moved by the glaciers? I don't know. Or people actually moved it? I think they just carried it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where should well, we go? Well, they moved Bedford. like the, <laughs> the Stonehenge stones, didn't they? So people can move stones. Yeah, it was um, apparently it, it it holds water, which is why people think that it aids fertility. I don't know. Mm. That's why it aids fertility, apparently. Interesting. And there's a stone, isn't there, nearby at Hartist in Suffolk? It's not really nearby, Hartist. <laughs> I consider Thetford and Suffolk to be close, mm. even though actually Hartist is nowhere near it. <laughs> no. But it's still kind of, you know, I've put near, over the border I've put, um, where villagers fell under a similarly saucy spell after moving a cursed stone. Um, so apparently a full-scale orgy at the stone. In Hartest. In Hart and in Merton. Mm. It's not an area where I would imagine, because it's kind of quite um, Brecklandy. Mm. It's quite sandy and quite kind of piney. Mm. So you've got to really... <laughs> That stone must be quite powerful, I'm, is what I'm saying, because I don't think it's your normal area for frolicking. No. Well, so, please bear in mind that there's under 18s in the area. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Please be careful if you're near a stone and you get overcome. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if I've got anything else about it that you haven't already said. Oh, apparently it feels ice cold if you touch it. They all do, though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they're stones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. They're usually a bit chilly. Unless they're in the heat, mm. and then they're not. I suppose that you can heat up. Oh, I did find another fact, which I was quite pleased about. It's not a fact. Okay. It's just a thing. Um, which is, I was searching for the Merson stone, trying to get one up on you, on your stone, and um, I found a picture of a World War One soldier from 1918 who's called Merton Stone. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sadly, he's no longer with us. He'll never know. He will never know. <laughs> that he was named after a stone. And who knows if there was an erotic debauch around him. I don't know. <laughs> but um, there was a man, he was called Merton Stone, and his brother was called Herbert and Lyman. Oh. There we go. Lovely. Fact. Lovely facts. Yeah, That's super. Just a quick question. Are you saying that somebody <laughs> said that if you moved the stone, everyone would die? Yes. And so somebody's response to that was, oh, let's move yeah, the stone. Yeah, they thought, let's just give it a go. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's see if everyone dies. Be more Norfolk. Yeah, <laughs> just like... Well, you know, so they say, well, well I'm going to show them, you know. And <laughs> to then, be fair, we didn't all die, so he... Well, they didn't move it, did they? No, actually, no, they didn't. Also, Merton Hall, which is, ne- which is nearby, yeah, uh, that is definitely <laughs> nearby, um, has got a shell grotto. And I wrote a letter when oh, I was a I child to so Lord Walsingham to say, because I loved shells, even then to say, can I come and see it? And I got one back from his estate saying, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You actually took the time. You could have just said it didn't arrive. Yeah. But no. Actually, like, breaks a child's heart. <laughs> actually <laughs> broke my heart. Because yeah. I know it would have done. So I'm glad their stone is going to cause the apocalypse. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't know. I might write him another note. I think, he's, just, I think... He's, he's 97. It would be him. I'm not that old. You know, he, it would be him who... Um, I think you should give it another go. Give it another go. I wrote in whatever year it was. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought, okay, I come and see your lovely sh- No. Okay, fine, thanks. <laughs> so, how much time? We've got a couple, we've got like ten minutes. So, we, should we talk about our other extra stone? Please do. Done, so, my bonus stone <laughs> is actually in Norwich. Did I tell you about this? No. Did you? No. I don't think I did. So there's a there's a druid stone in Norwich. Is there? Yeah, and I went and found it. So it's in St Andrew's Church. Okay. Which is connected to Salem actually, um, and it's um, kind of you go through. I found out as well about lich gates. So you go through the lich gate. Has anyone heard of a lich gate before? This is really cool. So a lich gate um, is the roofed gateway to a church hard churchyard which was formerly used um to like kind of house the coffins before they went into the into the church so the word lich um is um from the um old english or saxon word for corpse wow so if you go through the lich gate think of all the corpses um, and you thought you would only learn about stones yeah, it's so cool and you go up some little steps just to the left and kind of walk a bit walk towards the church and just in the corner there's like this like stone wow it was surrounded by needles when i went <laughs> so if you are going to go and find Maybe it been an erotic debauch. <laughs> just be careful but we actually have a druid stone there's wow. no other like i don't i can't find anything else about it other than it's a druid stone 
at St Andrew's Church. Apparently there's a stone in Norwich Cathedral, isn't there, somewhere? I can't remember. We never got to the bottom of oh, that. Oh, that's like with money, like wishing or something? That's the so, that's that's a tomb in uh, Norwich Cathedral. Have you heard the rain out there? Do you think someone's moved the Merton Stone? <laughs> I'm just saying, we talk about the stones, there's hail, yeah. lightning, thunder, and now it sounds like the water's going about to come pouring in. Isn't the next step an orgy, though? <laughs> it is an orgy, yeah. Um, so yeah, you can go and see a Druid stone in Norwich, which I think is quite exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, to I be took fair. some pictures, so I'll put some pictures on Instagram. Are they impressive? Did you move? I, I was quite happy. Kind of I poked them out away with a. <laughs> with That's a, how far she will go to stick. get a picture of a stone. That's the kind of uh, dedication you I need think to I be in. I got peanut in some of the pictures as well. So Did you? Not near nice. the needles. Not near the needles. He stood on the stone. Um, I took a few bits from Norfolk Folklore, which is that publication whose name I have forgotten to put on here handily, but that old publication we use all the time from the 1800s, end of the 1800s. Is it the Garland? Is it the Norfolk Garland? I think maybe the Norfolk Garland, which has got um, some ways people used stones. So a lady near Cromer had a bloodstone, which she would lend to people who suffered from excessive nose bleeding. One man wore the stone for 40 years. <laughs> Seems a little bit kind selfish. Of, you know, can I borrow the stone? No. So um, when you lend someone a book and then that's it. Do you think you'll be finished with it soon? Mm. Um, and his nose bled the day he left it off. But I mean, you know, I mean, anyway. So if you, yeah, so the bloodstone. A nurse at Lowestoft told me she found under a woman's bed two stones the size of hen's eggs wrapped up in old stockings. The woman explained these very uncomfortable bedfellows by saying she was going to get married again and wished to get rid of the superfluous hair on her lip and chin and the stones <laughs> would draw it away. <laughs> oh, love. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe... a pumice is it a pumice stone you could have had, anyway um, and also there were some names for stones which are thunderbolts which are long fingered long finger shaped flints lucky fossils known as devil's toenails unlucky what do they look like they look like devil's toenails <laughs> <laughs> well if you knew him better then you know and water in which flints have been boiled is good for many diseases doesn't say which. Oh. <laughs> so we don't know. And then I've got my glacial erratic fact. So the largest one in the world is the Okotox erratic, which is 16,500 metric tonnes. Where is that? In Canada. Hmm. Yeah. Would you like to go see that? No, not really. I kind of think it's showboating a bit. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> There's no photo around that. It's just big. Just, it's just a big stone. And I'm like, no, I don't need to see that. Just, it just looks like a hill. <laughs> it's not impressive. Um, and what else did I have? Um, oh, how old are glacial erratics? So I thought someone might ask me. Does someone want to ask Stacia how old? Do you want to ask me how old they are? How old are they? Well, they're about ten thousand to fourteen thousand years old. Thanks for asking. Um, and I don't think. I'd, yeah, mine's all quite statistical, really. Like I literally had one Fastest stone. glacier in the world? <laughs> 40 metres a day. It's in Greenland. Which is the only continent in the world with no glaciers? Ooh. Oh, come on! Africa. No. Australia. Yes. Ah. What would happen if all the glaciers melted overnight? <coughs> Someone had moved well, the Merton we stone. We would all die. <laughs> yes, that's it. 
and my last fact was that some of the Nor some of Norfolk's glacial landscape and the terms around it, I think would make really good band names. <laughs> so we've got the Roxham Crag Formation, North Sea Trough Mouth Fan. <laughs> with that Norwegian Channel Ice Stream and Woman Hyde Gap. They and that is the end excellent. of my facts about <laughs> stones. I think that's the end of our podcast. Thank you everyone for tolerating us. Yeah. <laughs> it's much appreciated. <laughs> our strangeness. Yeah. If you've got any stone-based questions, we probably won't have the answers, but we can make something yeah. up. If anyone has any questions. You said about your favourite stones. Are there any stones that like piss you off? That like, I think this one in Canada would. <laughs> just you know, I was I was I was bored by it the minute I found that fact out. I was like, oh, right, okay, whatever. It's weird that it hasn't got any folklore attached to it. Yeah, I know. It is in Canada. Yeah. I think I think they're quite kind of you know, by the birth facts. Aren't they? Facts. I yeah. don't know. I don't Whereas know. in Norfolk, we're just like, <laughs> move that apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Go near that. We'll all be at it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like that in Canada, are they? <laughs> I'm just trying to make it so I don't have to edit anything out. So I'm not saying we anything. We'll try and see who gets the last word. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> it's your turn, to be fair, for the last word. Okay. <laughs> That's it, we're done. See <laughs> oh, Thank you everyone. I hope that was okay. <laughs> um, and staying at my weird little establishment. Uh, we are planning on doing kind of weird Wednesdays every Wednesday. So when these lovely people aren't here, we currently have the lovely David, who's an in-house magician. Amazing. He goes around tables and does very intimate, kind of like a mind reading and card Oh, wow. And stuff. We're also in conversation with a couple of other people. So hopefully, if you have a Wednesday free, pop down and I will do weird things to you. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.